was actually over there and Lil' Kim was performing. And all I got to say is, like, from what I've seen, Lil' Kim still got it. And I'm sorry, but all the barbs, Nicki Minaj, she just cannot live up to anything Lil' Kim has ever or will ever do. Like, she will never be competition for the queen. <laughs> uh, I feel like the queen of rap is kind of like a presidential term. Nah, like you Lil, can't, you can't stay it forever. Lil Kim has had that crown forever, so <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I'll tell you like this. I, oh shit, sorry, <laughs> but man, it's like um, I don't know, dude. Like the queen, like she could. Okay, it, it's kind of like being a, a, a MVP or an all star in the league, but. You know, you can be uh, you can be in a you can be a Hall of Famer forever, but you can't be the you can't be the the, the league MVP forever. Don't work oh. like that. Oh, Lil Kim got it. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> she can she, she can move her mouth with all that surgery. She can like still make it make it happen. Yo, she she was still performing <laughs> like like she was still doing her thing. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, what's up, whoever Memphis is or whatever. Yeah, but like even Foxy Brown, like I would still put Foxy Brown above a lot of people too, like you know, because her ly- lyrically she was dope. Lyrically, she was better than Kim. That's debatable. Uh oh. <laughs> Like I said, that, that that's a good debate. We well, I, I mean, look, if she still got it, she still got it, and that's dope. It's always good to hear somebody from the past who you know, like, damn, they still got it. Yep. Because I was feeling that way about um, what's his name, um, Busta Rhymes. When I came, I, I went and saw him in 2015 in Vegas, and I was like, "Oh shit, he still got it," because he wasn't popping it in 2015. He wasn't putting too much out, like he wasn't chart topping in 2015. No, nah, he wasn't chart topping. But when it comes to yeah. performance, he's the best hip hop performer ever, mm. ever. Okay. Um, thanks everyone for uh, joining us in this uh, stream right now. We are just sharing out the stream as we always do. So just give us a little time before we actually get into into the show. But back to the Buster Rhymes talk. Uh, I mean, uh, actually, I, actually um, I got in a fight with a security guard back then too. <laughs> Nigga was tripping because I took a picture. <laughs> he was like, "No, man, you don't do that." I'm like, "The fuck." And they got paid money to get up in here. And if if Buster Rhyme happens, Buster Buster Rhymes just happens to be taking a or, or not take, but uh happens to be talking to a woman while I'm trying to get a picture of a celebrity I grew up watching, like, so be it. Don't give a fuck. Yo, the only thing is I hear Buster Rhymes is kind of like on a boosy level as far as like homophobia though. Oh yeah. But we talked about this in a past show already. Or I think we did. And some like hip hop in general is, is homophobic. Like either you're gonna be fucking with hip hop or not. 
but it's just like sorry I had to retype a thing but yeah you know it's just like hip hop is anti-LGBT period it's a gang it's a gang of D.O. niggas playing like they hard for the public just so that they can keep their street cred you know as if this were the mid 90s like gangster rappers out you don't gotta be hard to be a rapper like that so that's all I'm saying is like it ain't even like that fam Give me one, one more second. I want to get shit. One more place. Got to germinate this shit. So even though we probably will largely not be too, too into the comments tonight. Um, but I do appreciate my friends and, 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 you know, some family. I don't know. I don't know if it's family, but I do appreciate the people that I know dropping into the stream and checking out the podcast. Um, so that, that has been a really nice surprise as of late is people like hey i saw your podcast i'm like wow that's fucking dope that's what i'm talking about so um anywho let's i'm gonna say hi to everybody before we get going we got here all right memphis heart memphis what's up kenesha what's going on um i don't know african person this ain't this this ain't the the place man you're blocked you're blocked Come on here talking about uh, offering reading. Love and spells shit. and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't come on. yeah. Somebody came on here soliciting, you know, scammers, international scammers. What's going yeah. on, hey. YouTube? If anybody so, wants any kind of readings or anything like that, go to the NBCs. <laughs> um, what's going on, YouTube? What's up, Twitch? We are streaming live. We do stream live on Twitch. Um, for y'all, those of y'all that don't know, we, we are live on Twitch routinely. So um, these streams on Twitch, Twitch is a better platform than like a YouTube because it gives you higher video, video quality. So for the people that are using like, you know, HD cameras and shit, shit just comes through a lot better. Frame rates a lot better. Streams a lot more stable. Um, but yeah, go on Twitch. Follow us there. Uh, I do some gaming on Twitch once in a while. Actually, no, I don't. I think I do most of my gaming on YouTube because there's a lot of folks on YouTube. What's up, L? Um, so, anywho, welcome for yet another episode of the Men Like Us podcast, the podcast that is made for men who are attracted to trans transgender women. Um, and it's obviously by men who are attracted to transgender women. We have all been in relationships, dating, uh, yeah, friends, family, whatever, chosen family <laughs> that's in the community. So, um, you know, we are, we just come here to share our experience and just kind of be a beacon and an example to other men who are just trying to figure themselves out, who need some conversation. Um, you know, I definitely view this our conversation and us, what we do as necessary as fuck. Um, we definitely need to uh we need to get this out here we need more men to understand that yo it's guys that look like you guys you can relate to that are open about their attraction to trans women women we're not hiding it we're not afraid we standing on that shit uh you know we ain't no simp ass niggas none of that shit what's up sammy um what's up roy no michaela you know we we just some regular dudes out here just sharing and um you know 
hopefully this inspires somebody else to, to kind of live in their truth. So um, with that, we're going to talk about that shit. Hold on, let me put on my little ticker thing. So um, <laughs> the first thing, I guess the first half of the show, because we're going to, we got two halves to this. You know, we there was a Facebook post that my cousin put out. My cousin, you know, he's a he's a he's a pastor, and you know he puts out some profound shit. He he says some things that makes me think sometimes, and um, he put out this post on Facebook, and I'm gonna just put it on full screen here so y'all can see it. Um, he said, uh, "Being a people pleaser is a disease, and it will kill you." There we go. Being a people pleaser is a disease and it will kill you. And, um, you know, this kind of brings me back to a question that I get from some some women in the trans community where they're just like, yo, why all these niggas is trans amorous? Why all these niggas like 30 and up? Like, why, why, why it ain't, how come it ain't trans amorous men at 21, 20? And, you know, and I'm gonna let y'all chime in on this afterwards. I just want to get this thought out, but it just made me like think like, what was it? Um, you know, men in their twenties, like I'm sorry, men in general, like we're conditioned to like follow a program, follow a script, so to speak. A lot of men are, and a lot of men end up, you know, you're living for your community, you're living for your parents, you're living for your religion. You know, you, you're being a people pleaser. You're trying to please all these different people and you're not living in your truth because it would disappoint your parents. It goes against your religion. It wouldn't make, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it would make you seem or be seen as lesser within your community. Like there's a lot of outside things that, you know, men are considering before they just say, you know what, fuck it. I'm not going to choose to people please anymore. I'm going to choose to live for me and not for other people. And um, I think that it just takes a while. Um, it takes a lot of men time to just, um, you know, just say fuck society and I'm gonna just do my own thing. Cause there's a lot of folks that they just wanna fit in. They wanna go with the flow. And, um, you know, I think that's my theory on why it takes takes a, a, a bit for, for men to, you know, live in their truth, come out and, and really and step up and really just kind of encourage other men to step up and really own their shit. It just takes a little bit. It's it's growth. It's a journey. Um, I wish I had made this journey or arrived at where I'm at right now sooner in life, but I didn't. And I wish I had started this journey sooner, but I didn't. Um, started it, you know, 29, 30, really, for me. So, um, but I don't know, fellas, what are, what are y'all thoughts on this? Me personally, I'm gonna just be honest. I was never, mm -hmm. I was. I mean, I think I explained this to you, Chris. I was never mm -hmm. on the DL. I never was on the street. I just, you know, I always did me. I always was someone that was comfortable in its own skin. And I did me. So, you know, like I said, I started since I was about 19, and I haven't looked back since. I never was the type to be on the down low or anything like that. I was, all, like I said, I, I had friends in this community first all the people with my friends at first, you know, then I started really like seeing it. The attraction became along and then I thought, 
So that's how that happened. It's mm. for me. I mean, I'm going to come at it with a little bit of a different perspective. Like, let's face it, the average 21, 22-year-old guy, do you really think they're mature enough for a fucking relationship? I mean, come on now. Half of them don't even know what the fuck they're doing in bed. <laughs> I mean, <So. laughs> but 21-year-olds do date. No, they date. But it's like, okay, yeah. I'm dating Christina on Monday, Veronica on Tuesday, Lisa on Wednesday. You know, that's their mindset because they're 21, 22-year-old boys that are mm -hmm. still hoping to graduate college with at least a 2.3 GPA if they last that long. Well, <laughs> look, know? there's a lot of people. And see, but that's the thing. There's a lot of people in, in college that are in relationships. I would say in this space, mm -hmm. maybe, you know, it, it's not really there because the opportunity isn't there as much on college campuses. Um, and hopefully that changes as time goes on. But no, like relationship is having a girlfriend and being in college is like definitely a thing, bro. No, like, it is. It's, but, but it's also the time where, you know, it's a lot of infidelity as well, because I, I, I mean, I mean, I'm using I'm using college as an example because mm -hmm. it's it's the route that a lot of parents want their kids to go. Mm -hmm. You know, and you got to remember, like, you know, if a kid is going to college, he's going the route that his parents are like, OK, this is the right way to go. So at that age, he's still taking advice from his parents. So he's probably taking advice from his parents in other directions, too, because, you know, the father is probably like, oh, I bet you're going to have a girlfriend at some point in college, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, mm -hmm. they're going that route already. So it's already in their mind that, OK, I got to have a girlfriend or whatever. And when they get to college, their friends are dating two or three different girls. So they're probably trying to keep up with the Joneses as far as that shit goes. So it's like you got to remember, it's a young mentality. So it's a lot of peer pressure. You yeah. know, which some, yeah, some people follow, mean, some people don't. Yeah. I mean, they don't particularly date multiple women like relationship. They got a few girls they messing with. Yeah. But right. when they on that relationship thing, it's like and, and college is weird. Really, it is because the three month relationship in college is like, damn, yeah, they've been together for a minute because that's a whole semester of school. I know that sounds crazy, but y'all been if somebody been together for a whole semester, it's like, oh, um, Okay. And, you know, and, and this is a more wide open conversation where, you know, we're, we're, we're really addressing lots of different peoples, so to speak. Yo, Chris, but, um, yo, ho, Chris you, 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 you're a Greek guy, right? You know, you, you're, you're a frat. A lot right? of girlfriends. Can, can you please, for real. yeah, but can you please acknowledge for some of the people that may not know that there are black men that do go to college? Oh yeah. But it's definitely not the average. But I'm just saying that, like, like I've been to college. Yeah. I know for a fact that there's all different races within college. So, yeah, you know, P we, P people got to learn their statistics. <laughs> we, we, we there, we there. But um, you know, I'll say like this, y'all. This is a uh, well, this is a black-owned brand. I do try to get my conversations to be a little bit more broad and not be completely mired in just like the black experience. But that's only because I want my shit to be relevant to anybody who rolls up on this, regardless of even what country they're in. Because, you know, this guy's in other countries. It's like, yeah, you know what? I had family pressure. I didn't want to disappoint my parents or my religion 
had me thinking I was wrong. I was living to fulfill my religion. I was living to live, you know, keep my family happy with me. Or, you know, I was afraid of what the community was going to say about it. And there's just a lot of factors that keep men from, you know, being open about their attraction to trans women and being living in their truth and like bringing them out of that DO lifestyle. And that people pleasing uh, post really just kind of made me think about that because at least it, it just resonated with me specifically. And I know it resonates with somebody else out there. Somebody yeah, else. The other thing, people out here pleasing people that don't even really mean nothing to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That don't really even care about them at the end of the day. And mm-hmm. that's something I be trying to tell a lot of people. Yo, a lot of dudes that I used to chill with are still DL. And I'm like, yo, dude, come out already. This is you. Stop being on the fucking d- d- down low. I don't rock with them no more, but it's like, yo, I'm like, yo, you're doing this for what? Who are you trying to please? Who? A lot of y'all don't even have no family. A lot of y'all don't even have, not even cool with your family or stuff like that. And y'all still mm-hmm. trying to like, who y'all trying to please? This is what I'm not understanding. Y'all please the people that don't even matter. And it's bugged out. And me, when I was young, I, I never, you know, like I, I, I think I explained this to Chris. I was, I mean, naive to the fact. I'm gonna be honest. I was really naive to the fact. I didn't want to, I didn't want no relationship at that age. From 18 to about 22, I didn't want no, I didn't want no relationship. I was just out here doing me. I'm gonna keep it real. Yeah. That's cool. I, I was not. I was not. I was not into. I was not into being tied down. So, but that's what I'm saying is the young dude mentality. Like they don't want to be tied down. They want, right. like I said, Christina on Monday, Veronica Tuesday, Lisa on Wednesday. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like they they want to go out there to the clubs and get numbers and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm gonna have their fun. Um, but you know, it just. Uh, it, it, it made me think about, you know, my experience, this, and I'll just pull up the post one more time. Um, shout out to my cousin, Harvey Moore, Pastor Harvey Moore. Uh, he said, being a people pleaser is a disease and it will kill you. Because um, I think that was really, that that that, that kind of mindset is what I was, that's, that's what was keeping me, at least, from... Um, being open and, and living in my truth and just not caring anymore, just living for me, Let, caring about my happiness first. I was really concerned with the family, the religion, the community, and trying to, you know, live a life that would please other people or other people would, you know, be happy with and accept. And, you know, man, it's you, you got to live for yourself. You got to choose you. It, it's It's... You're, yes, you're choosing the girls, but this whole transamers, all this shit is about us, man. This is what's happening is about you, man. And it's about you figuring out what's best for you and you breaking down those barriers so that you can live and be your happiest. So, you know, I know people get it twisted a lot of times, but this shit really is, you know, for the betterment of the guys. Um, So... Anywho, um, Phyllis, you have anything else on that topic? Just uh, wake up and realize that, you know, the young man's game is probably going to be different minded than the woman's. Absolutely. It's just, I mean, a lot of these young guys are just not ready. They're not ready to, to, to be out there like that. They just haven't been able to build up the courage to live for themselves. I mean, it's a whole lot of things going on. And then also another factor 
people ain't gonna like me for this, but I don't give a fuck. Uh, let's be real. Some of these young guys don't have a need to live in their truth because they're getting what they want anyway. Nah. So, uh, these, <laughs> these young DL guys want sex. They're getting sex. There's no barrier for them to get what they want. So what, what motivation is there for them to change? Now, I'm not saying that this whole being openly trans attracted and trans amorous uh, has everything to do with us getting sex. It's not, that's not it. But I'm saying I was doing that before this. People are comfortable and they're people can be comfortable and they can have no motivation to grow or change. And that's just something else that takes away their motivation to grow and change. Mm-hmm. You know, like there there is no I don't know. It's I'm just saying like they, they're just comfortable in that. So that is another reason why some of these young guys, to answer the question, some of these young guys don't really they're not open. They get what they want. They're already getting what they want. And um, I'm not saying that that's, again, I don't want to make this, I'm not, because I really, I, I can see that being taken as a clip. I'm like, see, it's all about sex. I knew it. It's like, no, it's, it's just, it, that's just that's what true. it is for the young guy. It's for the young guy. Yeah. You know, he, he gets what he wants, and then he's in and out. The you average can't convince some of these guys. Guy. I was that young guy, but I wasn't on the down low. But I was that young guy. Mm-hmm. Yo, 18, 18 to 25 is the club stage, like where they want to go out, grab chicks, and you know, and get laid. That's their thing. Man, you know I never I mean? left that stage, so I don't know what you're talking about. I get it, but I'm saying the prime. <laughs> when you're 18 yeah. to 25, you're considered in your prime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. Physically, yes. Mm-hmm. 18 to 25, they can't pop no bottles because they got no fucking money. <laughs> that's that, another that, catch with all that shit. That that's that's why they choose to have a Chris get in there. Yeah, we got a big dog. <laughs> like, Pops the bottles, bro. But um, it's it's just it's something else. So, but I mean, those young guys, like you can't. And Trell knows this because he's tried to talk to um some other guys too. But like you, some of these young guys, you can't talk them into being open because they have no reason. They're they're getting every life is good. They're getting everything they want. They're getting all they're getting all the pussy, butthole, whatever the fuck you want to call it, bussy. They're getting all that, they're getting all they can handle. Because the, the the ladies, young and old, is laying it on them with no no barrier for entry, no expectations. They're just getting it. And I, I I've tried, I've had conversations with some of these guys. And it's like, yeah, I don't really feel like I need to be doing that anyways. Like this whole transamorous. I don't know if that's really for me, blah, blah. You know, I'm still getting it, this, this, and this. And I'm like, getting it or not getting it is not the reason to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, living a life where you don't have to look over your shoulder, where you got peace of mind. Like, can't nobody tell you, can't nobody tell on you if you're already out. Like, can't nothing go wrong. Ain't nothing going to drastically change in your life if you're already living in your truth. Mm-hmm. And I try to drill it into these young bucks, but some of them, they just, they can't be told shit because, I mean, at that age, all they care about is one thing and they're getting it. I mean, I think a lot of the guys who are transamorous are like, most of them are like, yo, I want love. Like, I want a girlfriend. I want to do this, do this. And like, I think that's a huge difference as well. 
where it's just like a lot of these guys are really re relationship minded, but also that it takes, like Mike was saying, it takes time to grow into having being that relationship minded and like, man, all right, well, it's time for me to settle on down and how do I do this? And how do I, you know, uh, 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 you know, find, find my forever love because I'm tired of playing out here, but you know, you can't find your forever love and be DL. Exactly. Not really hundred percent going to happen. So that's just another reason why I just, why these guys are 30 and up ladies. It's just what it is. If you want relationship, you want all these things is open and if white knight and prince of shine, whatever, all, all the fantasies, all the Tyler Perry, uh, uh, who else makes fantasies out there? Disney, all, all of that shit. Like it will, it can. It's possible, but not probable. Yeah. There's always possible. I'm sure there's a guy out there. Possible. Just yeah, no problem. So um anywho, it, 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 and I I know it's not even probable for one of them to walk out the door and stumble across one of us because we are so few. Um, so I do understand that as well. But um we're going to move on to another topic that's going to be a little bit more, I don't know, contentious, toxic, kind of, you know, because this, this is a show for men. And, and you know, guys, I, I really want to, I kind of want to show you a little bit of the ugly side. And I want, because I want you to be ready for certain mindsets once you get out there and start interfacing with women in the community and there is a mindset out there that is, you know, a little troubling. And, and I've heard I've heard this narrative quite a few times. And, you know, we've talked about judgment and shame on the show before. But, um, you know, we want to get into it. So give me a second. I want to I got to bring this photo up one second. Wait for the flash. Y'all Are y'all old enough for, for, for the flash to like have been a thing on a camera? We gotta wait for it to charge up and shit. Uh, you gotta remember, I'm like a year, year and a half older than you. <laughs> oh, there you go. So yeah, you remember <laughs> the flash to charge up. Hold on now. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I had to. I ended up blocking out. I, I blurred out everything. I blurred out all the names of the people because we don't. I'm not doing this to roast anybody. This ain't because I want all the smoke in the world. This is really education, fellas. And just giving you a preview of what's out there and we're going to talk about we're just going to share like what your mindset should be when you encounter this shit because this is a show that's you know meant to be educational for men and you know i want you guys to have the best experience that you can out there so um so um a viewer sent me this tweet and um it reads boys out here claiming to be straight yet they're fucking grown men in wigs and stockings no, baby, that's a man. It's not a transsexual and never will be or want to be. Um, so this was a tweet that was sent to me. And um, shout out to the viewer. I'm leaving everybody anonymous on this one. Um, but, you know, it, it's definitely a common problematic, like, mindset that is out there where it's just like, you know, a lot of girls is like, yeah. So a lot of girls will be like, yeah, that's not trans. That's this. That's that. You, nigga, you gay because you're not fucking with a trans woman that is clearly trans. She ain't got no titties. She ain't got this. She ain't got that. She is all this gatekeeping on what trans is. And, you know, and then they'll just turn around and judge men 
be like, yeah, and nigga, you gay for fucking with her. But you know what, though? though? Hold on a second. But you know what, though? Even further, even if that person wasn't Complete, isn't completely trans, and let's say that that's a, a femboy or some shit like that. Motherfucker, so what? Like, who the fuck are you to be judging and policing what the hell somebody else do? And, like, that's the shit right there is, guys, you will encounter women that will try to police who and what you like, who and what you engage with, and try and make you feel like less of a man uh, for engaging with anybody that isn't up to their standards of transness, which is some bullshit. And it's, I don't know if it's transphobic or homophobic, but it's some sort of phobic. So I'm sorry, uh, uh, Mike, you can drop the question, bro. So my question is, was she checking for the homie that she's trying to say is a fucking a grown man in a wig or whatever? And if so, I mean, you know, is it just that he chose somebody over her that he probably thought was more his type? Nah, this I will say this is an OnlyFans girl, and I've heard this from some other OnlyFans girls in like Clubhouse, where they're just on some like men will fuck anything shit. And it's just like, yeah, see, all these niggas that like us, they'll fuck anything. They'll fuck a nigga in a wig. All it takes is a is is a lace, a lace front and and some pumps and these niggas is fucking and this, this, and this. And I'm like, but so what if they are? Even if even if they are, so what? Like why 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 do you feel like you have to sit in judgment over somebody for what they for what they like? I get that some people think that it's like, well, but the world says we're we're just men in, in wigs and stockings. That's cool, but your judgment ain't gonna stop that. Whatever the fuck you saying ain't gonna stop that. So um I don't know. Just men, just look out for this shit and just know that if any any lady's trying to judge you, like uh, just just like with the chaser stuff. When I told y'all, you know, when they when I told y'all about what's happening when, when girls call you a chaser, a lot of times it has more to do with what's going on inside of them than anything that you've actually done. And in this case, I'm gonna put that in that category. This has a lot more to do with how she sees herself as a woman, how she sees trans people, whatever. A whole lot of shit mixing in here that's that's at play that is not your fault and it's not some shit you have to deal with. Again, do not engage. Just walk away. And uh, we're going to go through the responses to the sweep, but somebody called it out. You know, do not engage with anybody who's happy to throw low-level judgment at you. Because yeah. it's just a base low-level tactic. Like It's not even somebody you want to even be fucking with. Low-level. Goodbye. See ya. Do not engage. Do not, do not go down to their level and start going back and forth like some of the people did on, on these responses. So <laughs> and trail is just, uh, what wh- wh- are you thinking, man? Yo, I'm going to keep it real. And this is something I've been saying for the longest. I even explained I had this so many, I had this chat so many times with Chris. Preference matters, all right? If that's what a person is into, that's their business. Stop mm-hmm. trying to police men. Stop trying to shame men into what they like and what they want. That's their business. Me personally, no, I'm not into that. 
nothing into a woman. Curves, titties, ass, that's what I'm into. But I'm not going to look at another man and look down on another man because that's what he's into. That's his business. The majority we come across in this community are gender fluid, non-binary. Some of these people are appealing to some men. They've seen them because of the femininity. If I'm saying the word right. Femininity, yeah. Close yeah, enough. I'm good. They saying, they saying, exactly. They saying, I mean, that that's what they're attracted to. So be it. That's their business. Now, am I into that? No. I'm not into that at all. At all. Not mm-hmm. at, at all. I'm not into it. But I'm not going to look at another man crazy for what he's into. Preference matters, and that's their business. And another thing. I know it's women doing this, but also grown men. We have to stop being other grown men business. That's another thing too. I, I'm really big on that because this is something I've been saying since I was about 17, 18 years old because the neighborhood I'm from, it's like everybody got a, uh, some binoculars on you just looking at you, just looking <laughs> at everything you're doing. I'm like, yo dog, you're a grown man in another grown man business. Do you look at yourself? Just look in the mirror and look at yourself and think to yourself, is this right? It's not cool at all. Then again, as adults, you just gotta mind your business, man. Because just like um, um Mike said, was a girl chicken for the for the guy that was that was into um into the um the the the, 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 the men the men with a wig on and whatever they had pumps or whatever. Mm-hmm. Say business. Hey, I see it all the time. Yo, dude, I done seen it all, witnessed a whole lot in this community. I swear, mm-hmm. I'm numb to everything now. I'm numb to everything. Why? Because it doesn't bother me, and I don't let it bother me. Because it's none of my business. I'm not into it, so watch out there. So, just hey. saying, just saying, jealousy could be a dangerous drug. Yes, it can be a very dangerous drug, and it's, it's terrible. And also, too, another thing, because I always say this too. Just because I'm into pre-op um, trans women, does not mean I'm dick attracted. I hate this word dick attracted. I'm like, this is something you this is something you you motherfucking um 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 bitter ass women made up trying to prove like Chris said, prove your, your femininity. If I'm saying the word right, it's corny. Stop it. Yeah. It's bullshit. Knock it off. That's what I'm into. Why? Because I'm into cisgender women also. So yeah, go. I like pussy and ass. There you have it. See me? <laughs> I like pussy and ass. There you have it. And we're going to tell that to somebody else. Facts. So um, I want to dive into the response a little bit because the, the discourse on this tweet was interesting to me, and I wanted to um, I wanted to get I wanted to kind of react to it a little bit. I know uh, react videos aren't normally done live, but we're just going to react to this shit in real time. So uh, this is the main tweet again. Boys out here claiming to be straight, yet. They're fucking grown men in wigs and stockings. So I think that's a little bit of it, too, is like, why are you policing whether somebody is straight or not? Like, let them worry about their own sexuality. But you want to police the shit. That's kind of whack. But it is a common mindset I've heard from some different uh, individuals. But um, no, baby, that's a man. It's not a transsexual will never be or want to be. So... This was a person. I just took the straight up screenshot because I couldn't blow it up well. I don't know. So, um, so the first guy to respond was just like, "Yo, why do you care? Trans girls seem to take offense at things like that. 
just let people be happy and don't judge. Then the girl retorts, because they claim they're straight, then try to compare us to them when we're nothing like them. It's not judging, it's a fact. So this response really proves what I was saying is, guys, it has like this kind of behavior has a lot more to do with what's happening inside that girl than whatever the fuck is happening outside. Because she's worried about being judged or being compared to cross-dressers. So for whatever reason, she has that insecurity and that's not some shit you need to give energy or life to. So when she when you see that behavior, again, not something you can't fix that as a man that doesn't know her, or even as her boyfriend, you can't make a woman, you can't make a woman's insecurity around that shit leave. Like she kind of has to do the work on herself and, and, and get the security and her femininity that you know that a comparison to a, a drag queen is not gonna shake her. I know people have dysphoria and all that stuff. And dysphoria is a real fucking thing that really plays on the minds of a lot of women in the trans community. But, you know, just know that there's a lot of things, guys, that's just out of your control. So um, the guy comes back, says, sounds like judging gay, straight, trans, who cares? Just let them be happy. Completely agree with that. Um, Strongly agree. And then she retorts, well, I'm judging then. They same, uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's the, the same way I'm judging day, uh, I'm judged, I'm assuming it's, I'm judged, so the same way I'm judged day in and day out for being trans, yet I hold my head up high and trans and these straight men hide behind their profiles online and won't admit to fucking men in wigs. Um, hmm. So yeah, I, I don't know, what do y'all think about that? It sounds like a personal problem. I just don't understand why she feels like she needs to be the sheriff mm-hmm. of all this shit. I'm going to hold these men accountable. Like, for what? That's what I'm saying. It sounds like she has a personal problem. Ugh. And, you know, so, I don't know. I'm just reading all sorts of struggle, hurt, pain, or whatever else through that shit. But, again, guys, as the dude on Twitter, as a guy in the streets, when you're in clubhouse, you're online, you're in person – Somebody's coming at you with this energy. Ain't shit you can do about it. Just leave. Do not try and talk it out. She's in a she's in a space where she is not ready to hear you or receive you. Let it go. Cause apparently she is this girl is triggered by men fucking men in wigs. Man, apparently. That's 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 a place of hurt. And to be perfectly honest, that's what the so-called hetero society will look at her. A man mm. in a wig. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So, please. It's the projection for me. Yeah. yeah. And and I get it. And I, I, Somebody had alluded to this in the comments. You know, they were saying because her clients like CDs as well. Okay. So, I mean, are they paying you? Like, these are CDs. your clients. Crossdressers. Oh, Jesus. All right. Yeah. A man in a wig, essentially. All right, all right. Um, so wait, hold on. Uh, okay. So then the guy responds to her saying, well, then you should be more tolerant and not judge. Don't know what goes on in people's lives or their circumstances. I certainly don't judge you or anyone else for their choices. Neither should you. And she says, tolerant question mark. So I faced daily judgment for living my true life. Whilst these so-called straight guys 
do everything under the radar and don't need to deal with any sort of judgment whatsoever. There's a massive difference. I'd be more tolerant if they was open about themselves. So now we're at the root of the issue. Apparently she has an issue with guys being DO, um, which is kind of, I don't know, contradictory because I, I, I don't understand it. I, I don't understand it. And this is something that I just see. It's just like, there are women who are sex workers and they are, they have a completely shitty disposition towards the men, towards their customer base. Like, Yo, you're doing OnlyFans, you're doing porn, you have clients. All those men are DL. Why do you hate DL men if they're the ones that are like, that's your main customer base? Like, those are the people that are paying for your rent, all that shit, but you hate DL men. Like, you loathe DLness that much. I mean, you cannot fuck with DL guys and just fuck with only like professional performers or your OnlyFans and take clients who are only open, I guess, if that's what you want to do. Go Trell, for it, but it's just weird to me. Trell has said it best. Mm. Basically, she's out here saying these guys, right? Mm-hmm. But it's these guys that she chooses that she's not happy with. But she wants to blame it like it's all of the guys. Like that's kind of like thousand, yep. yeah. Well, so, it's, so it's like it's her choice, really. <laughs> I mean, technically, sex workers do choose their clients. Um, but you, at the end of the even day, the, even the ones that ain't paying her, she's still choosing certain types of guys. I, I, that's true. But um, I'm just going to make the leap that the majority of her experience with men comes through transactions. That's I, I think that's the through, whether they're subscribers or whatever. I know this is like, you know, not the healthiest, you know, most positive, uplifting thing in the world, but. I am really here to help prepare guys and help, you know, show guys like what's out there, what mindsets are out there. Cause I mean, men will walk into the shit and be, sh- I mean, I was floored when I first heard this kind of shit. I was shocked, but you know, I, I, Mike, I think you're, I think you're onto something though, because you know, I think this is something that, you know, for the large, for just to broaden it out a little bit, you know, for people who are in relationships who do have certain thoughts, and policing behaviors about men's attractions who aren't in sex work, you know, that's definitely a thing. So I, I do think you're onto something with that. Um, so then, uh, now this is a new commenter. See, this is all about her. Trans women do this a lot. They lash out in hurt and anger without, oh, this is the, this is the follower. It sounds like, <laughs> thanks for listening. Um, it says uh, trans women do this a lot. They lash out in hurt and anger without recognizing why they're exhibiting all of this toxic behavior. Don't take it personally. All we can do is hope she pulls through this and deals with the hurt inside. And um, I can co-sign that message because a lot of my friends who are married, a lot of the women that I know that are married, they they were in this space and they did whatever work they had to do to get themselves out of it where they weren't mm-hmm. thinking like this anymore they weren't looking at men a certain way they weren't whatever but you know can't really be married to a gender that you see as the enemy and a lot of these girls have done whatever work they needed to do to come out on the other end of being hurt and being fucked up on the inside and like shout out to them for it but you know i i, I definitely think that's what's 
partly at play here. Um, we got two more slides, y'all know. Thanks for holding on with us, but I gotta I gotta break all this down. So, and that's what this is where I got that low level judgment thing from. Uh, so the person said low level judgment, shaking my head. She said, "Oh well, some people don't like the truth." And then he says, the truth is you feel the need to judge what other people are doing to validate your own femininity. Women securing their femininity don't have your mindset. You much, a lot. Okay. I'm assuming there should be a have in there. You have, oh, I don't know. You have a lot of maturing to do. And then she says, that's it. Claim insecurity on the one who lives in her truth. And then he says, oh, wow, that's covered up by the damn. I can't read that. Give me a second. I got to take off the damn logo. I know this is kind of a slower show, y'all, but um, she says, the truth is you feel the need to judge what other. Um, oh, no, not she. I'm sorry. The guy says, uh, the truth is you feel the need to judge what other people are doing to validate your own femininity. Women. In, oh, no, no. Okay, that was the same one. And then the guy says, I live in my truth every day. You are not the victim here. Get out of the victim mindset. Get therapy. You have some stuff to work out. And that's the last, that's where the conversation ends. And it was just, look, it was a really interesting exchange. And I wanted to kind of just go through that and just kind of react to it because it was a really interesting conversation, a really interesting exchange. And, you know, I think the the two guys that responded to that tweet, you know, definitely had some good things to say. And um, let's see, check the comments here. So, oh, hey, Misha. Um, Misha. Fellas, did y'all have any, um, yeah. any final reactions to that exchange? Like, well, me personally, well, I just saw in the comments that you, what uh, Michaela said, it's they really can't separate the life from sex work and reality. It's, they, it really can't. It seems like it because there's a lot of girls that I know personally that's that's involved in that line of work, and they seem like they really can't separate this the shit. And they have they have the same mindset saying, "Oh yeah, guys will fuck anything in the wig and this and that." Who? All right, number one, that's that guy's business. But stop looping all of us in there. We're not. We're, we're, all of us don't do that. It's really mm-hmm. it's really corny. It's really juvenile to keep on thinking that. But then again, they they really like just like she said, they cannot separate the they can't separate the, the reality from the from the um, from the, the profession that they they in. And it's bugged some, out. Some so some girls can't. Yeah, some girls. Or like, the, yeah, the ones that are sharing this. I'm not, not going to be like them and say all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some girls can't. Some girls. The ones who exhibit this behavior, sure. Right. It's crazy. Like I really don't, I really don't understand, man. Like for real, and y'all all—they always talk about the L man. How much they hate the L man. That's who y'all clientele is. Eighty percent of your clientele are DL men. Because that's a not, realistic they, percentage. They, they, I mean, they can help change that. They can hook their clients up with this show and help change that. So, oh yeah, baby, 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 but I'm saying that that's a realistic percentage. About eighty percent are most likely deal. Right. Okay. Well, um, shit. What was I gonna say? I'm sorry, I lost my fucking train of thought here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but um, 
I mean, it is what it is on that front. I just think there's a lot to um a lot I think I think a lot of this is really good for guys to to to, to see and understand that, you know, shit, this mindset is out there. And um, you know, that's what I was gonna say. It was really like uh, you know, guys do not I, I don't I don't know about anybody else, but I entered this space to be free. I entered this space to shed myself of the shackles of societal rules and standards for conduct and all that shit. And I think a lot of times when you see some women with these mindsets where they're trying to police male attraction, you know, they're essentially trying to put us back in a box and keep us contained. And what I what I, I want most guys out there to know is just do not accept this. Be free. Um, you do not have to live by anybody else's rules for what you who and what you like. Um, so if there's any, you know, I'm gonna just use the term low level tactics of policing and judgment in terms of what we like and what we should like and all that shit, don't accept it. It is not valid. Do not give it the life of the light of day. And I know a lot of guys, you know, when we come into this, we're like, yo, I want to be a good advocate for the community. Trans women are being hurt. I'm going to listen. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. And like, we want to be such, you know, we want to be helpful and we want to listen and validate and make women feel heard and all of that shit. But sadly, guys, some of the shit isn't meant to be heard. Some of the shit is meant to be dismissed. So you really have to be discerning about what you take in and what you just block out. Because not every, not everything should be accepted, like this statement. And you will, I found myself with a whole group of girls. They were all like, yeah, yeah, this, like this, whatever, whatever. And I'm just like... Look, I want to be an ally. I want to be a help, helpful to the community. I, I don't want to be destructive, but I can't accept this, and I will not validate this. So you can call me all sorts of chasers and say I'm just as bad as whoever else, but at the end of the day, you know, right is right and wrong is wrong. And I believe it's wrong to police other people's attractions and try, and try to shame them into doing what you want them to do. And I think, you know, it's 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 also incumbent upon men to be resistant to that. So, men, I want you to be resistant to this kind of fuckery and, you know, really understand that you came into the space to be free. Do not let any policing, shame, guilt, insults, whatever, you know, keep you keep you locked down, keep you in shackles. So, um, Sorry, Ugh. that's my whole fucking. I think my monologue. <laughs> that's why I, that's why I saw a thing called the DL because people don't can't live in their truth. They wait and they they want to because you got people that still coming after from mm-hmm. all angles, even from the own people, that, even from the very people that they they attracted to, still shame them in certain ways, and it's bugged out. Yeah, it really is. And. You know, it just depends on what you're looking for. You know, if you're a relationship guy, then cool. If you're not a relationship guy, also cool. There's just different behaviors and mindsets that you have to look for in this space. Because not everybody is relationship minded. Not everybody's in a space where they're ready to receive somebody else in their life. And they just want pleasure, momentary pleasure. So it's just like, depending on who you encounter, you know, kind of adjust accordingly. But not everybody's for everything. And I think that's another thing that kind of goes under the radar, guys, is you have to be, you have to understand that not every girl is relationship material. 
just like not every guy's relationship material. And I'm, this isn't me shitting on trans women or anything like that. This is just stating a reality of the dating scene. And, you know, they're just, you're gonna, they're gonna be people you have to weed through. And I know, again, guys, I get it. You wanna be an ally, you wanna be helpful to the community, you wanna come with all the zest and all that stuff. And that's Gucci. And that doesn't mean you have to invalidate trans women because you don't wanna date them or they're not relationship material to you. Like still, you can still be an ally and an advocate and stand up for the community and all that stuff while being discerning and protecting your peace. So I, I, I know this isn't, hasn't been the most positive you rah rah show um, that I put out there, but you know, ladies, I do this for the men and I nah, really but, uh, want them to understand what's happening out here before they step into it. No, nah, but you make, a good point. You, you make a good point though, just because she looks appealing doesn't mean she's a swipe right. Sometimes she's a swipe left. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's a lot of folks with, you know, issues and baggage that, you know, what do they say? Uh, beauty's only skin deep. <laughs> so you have to, you know, uh, and that's advice for guys and ladies. You all have to kind of watch yeah. out for that shit. So, um, but yeah, again, I blurred out all the, all the names on that tweet because we don't want the smoke. Not here for a back and forth or any of that shit. Um, this was really just an exercise to show men what's out there and to steal them and let them know it's okay to not agree. It's okay to just say, no, you're not right. And just like really protect yourself against being demonized uh, for what you like. So, um, because there are, there are guys that like slim body chicks without any surgery and that's valid. There are guys that like curvy chicks with all the body yaddy yaddy all day. And that's cool. Well, that's the thing. A girl, a girl like her needs to realize, even if you go into the cis world, not every cis woman is going to be body yaddy yaddy. Some of them are going to be slim. Some of them are going to be thick. Some of them are going to be somewhere in between. You know, same thing with trans women. You're going to have slim, thick, like you said, body yaddy yaddy, and everywhere in between. Now, you know what I have noticed? It's always been, it's been a lot of the bodied out, you know, bodied out girls that is really kind of coming with this energy. And I've yeah. been experiencing this inside of a relationship where it's just like, what, you like, you like that? Oh, so you like cross-dressers? You like this? I'm like, the fuck? Who are you? Like, where'd all this <laughs> ugliness come from? But it was some, you know, the mindset that she picked up on the streets around her girls and shit. And, you know, she went and got all of her work done and, you know, she even judged a friend of mine that picked a girl without body over a girl with body and it's just like, yo, but that still, is valid. That, you're, you're judging one of your own sisters. Right. That's are y'all not all that's one of your sisters. What? Every, every girl's not fortunate to have the body. All right. Every that's... girl's not fortunate to have the, the, the resources and the income to get a body. They probably want it, but they have the steps that they have to go through it. They probably gotta go through the insurance or whatever. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not fortunate to have the body, and that's it's def- yeah, it's definitely a privilege. Um and, and, and Tony brought up something great. She reminded me of a point that I always bring up on the show. Guys, please, 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 you know, you have to consider, you can't come into this space looking at just the Instagram baddies and the, oh my God, I want these bad, I want this bad chick here, I want this bad chick there. Like you have to really be, 
I mean, if you're looking for a relationship, you're trying to find that love or whatever, like a lot of people are out here, dude, you have to, um, you got to consider more than just, just the outer appearance, guys. You have to consider her demeanor, her her past, her current mindset, you know, what, whatever's happening with her. There's a lot going on there. And um, yeah. The woman with it, this it, turns me to fuck mm-hmm. on. And that's cool. And, and it's... I, I get that physical attraction is necessary, but you just gotta, guys. You can't be looking at. We can't have a hundred percent of the guys looking at five percent of the women. Like nobody's gonna end up happy, and some and some of the girls that these guys are lusting after, that are like, man, I want a girlfriend, and I really like her. Bro, she's not relationship minded, and it's not for you. Like, go and find somebody that will make you happy, treat you right, love you down, all that stuff. And there are, there are uh, enough pretty cute girls out there that will, are, 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 are in that same mindset. But, you know, I just think, you know, again, guys are looking for, for love in all the wrong places. We, we, we fuck up in that area. We do that a lot, and that's a rookie mistake. A lot yeah. of guys that are new in this, they, they search for the porn star. They search for the Instagram chick. They want all this. It's like, okay, that's cool, but she's providing a service, and she's not into you. She's got 10,000 dudes coming after her. What makes you think you're going to be the one that breaks through? Like, Another come thing on. I think you got to filter out all the, the, the thirsty other the thirsty dudes. You got to filter mm-hmm. out the dudes that just cut into the chase with her. You, gotta, you even got to filter out the dudes that she even like. It's a lot to, it's a lot to really digest, so don't bother. Yeah. Man. Me personally, I love, I love me some ass. But the mind frame... I appreciate that more. Mm. That's, that's why I'm attracted to more. Um, yeah. Now, um, to respond to a, a comment here, um, you know, guys, these these things that I'm telling you, I'm just saying this to increase your odds of finding happiness. This is by no means a judgment or a rule. Like, you can go out there and do that, but don't come running to me when you're like, man, these girls ain't this, this, and this. Okay, well, what kind of chicks are you going after? What What behaviors do you need to change to get different results? That's how I think. But by all means, go after the, the instant baddies. There's some bad chicks out there. Have at it. And I hope you're, you're you're lucky and you're one of the ones that breaks through. So more power to you. Like, I, I, I do. I'm, I, I just am offering advice that will give you the best odds for success in whatever in what you're looking for, if that's relationships. Um, if you're just looking for a good time, you just want to fuck or... <laughs> As my as one of my favorite comedians says, skeet and skedaddle, um, you know, then it's a whole different mindset that goes into that shit. So it's what it is. Um, but I want to kind of wrap this up before we hit the one hour mark, guys. And um, Mike, tell them about the uh, the Real Talk podcast real quick. Got yeah, a the, few seconds. The Real Talk podcast, real discussions, real opinions, real fucking talk. Uh, you can find it on Spotify, the Real Talk Podcast, Podbean, Google Podcast, the whole nine. Um, yeah, we'll come at you with three separate topics in each episode and just chop it up. All right. And um, please, please, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Everybody, please get in on YouTube. Give us a like, subscribe, hit the bell, all that shit. We got a lot of haters coming into the YouTube channel now. We are starting to get some shine. And, and some exposure and the anti-trans community trans folks is, is dive bombing me leaving all sorts of nasty little comments downvoting my shit so please get in there support 
Um, follow us on Twitter. If you have any thoughts, comments, or opinions, please email us at menlikeuspodcast at gmail.com. And with that, we are oot. Or that's out for Canadian. <laughs> 